Today's episode is brought to you by the NBA Store. A new year brings the start of a new NBA season. Suit up with the latest gear to show your support for your team. We may be sidelined from going to the arena right now, but that doesn't mean you can't watch basketball from your couch in style. We are teaming up with the NBA and Podgo to bring our listeners up to 75% off on select items. Yes, you heard that right. Go to podgo.co slash NBA for up to 75% off select items from the NBA store. The NBA, where amazing happens. What up, what up? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hot Take Season, where these hot takes are rated E for everybody. I'm your host, Mia Me, and uh, I got two special guests with me for this uh, Mavs episode, actually. The first one is no stranger to the show, the homie Shad Mill of the Uncool Urban Podcast. Shad, how are you? I'm doing mighty fine, ma'am. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Don't start. Don't start Excellent. with me today. Excellent. all right and then we got mr mike bibbins of uh bibbs corner and the um mavs outsiders podcast with bibbs and reese bibbs how are you i'm doing good all right all right so the first thing i wanted to what'd you say (laughs) stop trying to be smooth bibbs you're doing well you're doing well you're doing quite well (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's my dog all right. <laughs> All right. So uh, the first thing that I wanted to get with y'all on was this anthem situation with the Mavericks. Uh, it was a situation of, hey, we're not going to play the anthem, the national anthem before tip off. Um, and I'm not sure many people noticed that until somebody said something about it. Um, that being Mark Cuban. Um, and then the next day we hear, nope, everybody has to do it. So, Bibbs, what was your take on that first? Um, you know, it's funny because apparently they hadn't been playing the anthem the whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're 13 games in, I believe, and nobody noticed until the article came out talking about it. Right. Um, it would have been interesting to see him go the whole season, never say anything, and then like after the fact, be like, "Oh yeah, we didn't play the anthem this year," and see how David or how Silver reacted to that. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I don't care about the anthem whether you play it or not like i don't think you should ban the anthem necessarily but uh if if you don't want to play it i don't see why you should have to play it yeah i agree with you on that shy what do you think first of all that's that man's arena should have had um the decision to not play it because you and me talked about this um off mic pretty much the only reason he didn't want to play it anymore to take away the division you can't talk about right. kneeling. You can't talk mm-hmm. about what it stands for if there is no anthem. Basically, there's nothing to argue about. So what did they do? Because, you know, these these people are so crafty. They found a reason. They found something else to complain about. Because if you hadn't said anything, you wouldn't have known. Because I even right. tweeted about it. I see people taking selfies. I see people on their phone. I see people in the concession stand. I see people eating <laughs> at the bar. I'm like, you do not care about this anthem. 
But once you right. hear, oh my God, they're gonna take it away. Now you now you can see. Yeah. Now, now you can turn. Come on now. <laughs> Besides, uh, you and like I told you yesterday, you told me not to say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. If you were not around for the war of eighteen twelve, you should have about the anthem anyway. And so if you weren't about concerned. Exactly. I'm right. like, why are you one like four hundred years old caring about this song still? <laughs> Chill out. Got it. Yeah, I kind of applauded, you know, Cube for taking that approach to it. I think it's it's just sketchy all of a sudden now that you know one person I guess has an issue with it. Now it's it's a big issue. Now it's mandated because I believe what I first read about it was that he had approval from Adam Silver. You know that they didn't have to play it, and then it's like the next day after everybody else is finding out about it, now it's a problem. It's like I told mm-hmm. you, money connected to that. Definitely, it's always it, with every controversy you can find. Trace the money, you're gonna see where the problem comes in. It. All right, for people at home. <laughs> People yeah. at home that don't know this. NFL, the MLB, the reason you see those planes fly across the stadium or the arena, because the armed forces pay for that. Every time yeah. you have to stand up for that anthem, or you see them do the gun salutes and the flags and all this stuff, it's advertisement. Basically, all the anthem is is a commercial. The for the armed forces, what you say about veterans? <laughs> it's facts. Look it up. Look it up. I ain't lying to them. I'm just letting them know. Hey, you've been duped your whole life. You it's have propaganda. been. That's <laughs> propaganda. Same thing they tell you. They fighting against. They throwing in your face. All right, then. Next thing, if I if I really get, if I te- look, if I tell these people ain't no Easter mean? Bunny in it. No, nah, let me tell you, I tell them ain't no Santa Claus, no Easter Bunny around here. Right. <laughs> Real controversial like today. <laughs> really All right. So uh, getting on to this this recap, uh, the Mavs played the Hawks Thursday night, um, and they won 118-117. A little bit of a controversy at the end of the game. Uh, with with Trey Young believing he was fouled. I personally didn't think it was worth calling. Um, he, he then got in the ref's face, said what he said or whatever. But uh, at the end of the day, the Mavs finally walk away with a much-needed win. So, uh, Bibbs, what was your take on uh, the Mavs and the Hawks game? You know, uh, I'm starting to get a reputation as an old grumpy dude. Because uh, oh. even when we win, I'm not happy. Yep. But uh, it, it, it's hard to be excited about this team winning because mm-hmm. there were so many bad things happening on the court. Like, even getting the win doesn't feel great. Um, yeah. You know, we came into this season with high expectations for this team, and now we're looking like a team that's scraping for the playoffs. Uh, I mean, Luka did Luka things, right? Mm-hmm. But KP started out strong. But as the primary big man, he when he has to deal with physical bigs, he gets into foul trouble. Um he doesn't he isn't able to sustain his level of play for the whole game like we i don't even remember i think we didn't see him after the nine minute mark in the fourth quarter tonight um Mm. you know we basically got carried by Jalen brunson and tim hardaway jr for a long time and like can we really depend on that and it's like every game you get a different team and that's that's just not 
it's hard for me to get excited. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think for me as well, I've been frustrated as well this season. Like, even when they win, I'm like, mm, okay, they won. Um, I haven't been, you know, just excited about a win yet so right. far this season. Um, and I'm kind of on the fence of optimism and still being a pessimist because I want to be realistic about it. But at the same time, I, I still have that fandom side of me to where it's like I, I expect better and so I want better. Um, right. But, yeah, Shaw, what was your take on that Hawks game? First of all, Trey Young, Mavs games and corrupted refs, that just go hand-to-hand, -hand, baby. It's not like you lost a championship off of it. It's okay. Good point. You've been there. We've been there. <laughs> that hurt. You know, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no conspiracy <laughs> theory behind that. You just lost the game, baby boy. You know what I'm saying? Adidas still going to pay you. Anyway, <laughs> basically, that game was too, like, you know, I text you. I was about to get mad because I really thought they were about to lose that game. Um, <laughs> it was a lot. Of, it was too much back and forth for me, especially I'm weary from. G League games I had to cover throughout the day. First thing I want to do, I want to see a mass win to just, you know, end my night well. Right. And give it to me. So, you know, I don't know if the ref just blind. He didn't care. He saw only was a few minutes left. I don't know. I'm, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ref. So you think that was a legitimate foul to call? No. Oh, okay. Like I said there's legit. No, there is legit. There is legit minute regulations on calls and stuff like that. That young man been in the game long enough to know that. You know, from the call nothing petty, be like, uh, 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 yeah, we got like a few seconds left, but we gonna go ahead and. <laughs> here's, here's the thing with that. I think he like was trying to sell it for that call. Like, if, I don't he think was. he. He's trying to save the game. And I hate when players do that. Like, at the end of the game clutch situation, why are you trying to get bailed out by a referee? Like, go hoop, man. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's that's when they really stop caring. They about to right. go home. Right. Now he embarrassed. <laughs> right. Now he embarrassed because he on the floor looking stupid. And the ref didn't blow the whistle. That's all yeah. that was. And then he overreacted trying to save face, basically. He had, he had to. <laughs> he goofed. He goofed. Right. We knew he goofed. <laughs> <laughs> Look, one none of us there to see, really laugh at him in his face, so he just had to <laughs> had to give a he had to give ESPN something. Give right, right, something. right. Had to give us a picture. So I don't know, man. Yeah, that that wasn't enough to call. I I can understand you trying to sell it, you know, because honestly, if you were in his shoes, you'd probably try to sell it too because you're trying to get yeah. the ball back to win the game. But I think he probably That's took it good. a little too far. <laughs> no, like I said, he just wanted to, NBA he wanted to sell the cinematics, so it didn't. He didn't look completely goofy for that L, but you you did. He just made it I'm worse. Sorry, Trey. He just made it worse. Now they hit your pockets too, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, he showed up with a he showed up with uh some plaid pants and a um house tooth shirt. He, he just looking crazy out in the streets. He'll be okay. all right. He'll be all right. I mean, he still had a good that one. You know what I mean? Like, he balled out. Um, yeah. They played good. I mean, the game kind of went back and forth. And I, I was kind of surprised <laughs> with the Mavericks on D at the end of the game. Like, and Shy going to be mad about this, but shout out to Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> you know what? You know what? First of all, first of all, when he plays well, I have nothing but praises for that man. 
when he plays horrible, oh, I let me know it. <laughs> I'm like, he was trash. Definitely gonna let me know it. <laughs> you see that bum you like so much? <laughs> He's a bum. <laughs> but when he hoping, yeah, I'm gonna give him his props. I'm a I'm an off and on fan. When he on, I'm a fan. He off. I mean, I he's inconsistent. Know. You can be inconsistent about how you feel about it. There you go. That's how we gonna do that, bibs. <laughs> that's how. It, that's how it is. All right, if y'all say so. <laughs> um. So, so uh, a few weeks ago, you know, the Mavericks had some key players out due to COVID. Um, things kind of fell apart. Uh, and since getting those players back, I don't think that they've necessarily gotten back on the the winning train just yet. Because, I mean, when you look at this win, you go, okay, they beat Atlanta by one point. So what does that say for the Mavericks, you know? Um, what do y'all think? Is it panic time or do they still need more time to recover, you know, with getting those players back and kind of meshing a little more? I mean, for me, I, I think Maxie's the only one that doesn't look like completely himself as far mm-hmm. as like his what we're used to seeing from him. The rest of them appear to be back doing what they do pretty much. Uh, so I'm definitely not here for the COVID excuse. Uh, yeah. I think this team has a ceiling and we're seeing what that ceiling is. We're missing a key, a guy we can depend on to get 20 points a night besides Luca. And I, I guess we can include KP in that while he's healthy right now. Um, mm-hmm. We're missing like another dependable score. We're missing any type of interior presence. KP's doing his best, but the boy ain't built for that. That's um, my next question. What are your thoughts <laughs> on KP right now? Like looking at the I'm, trade I'm right quiet. now. I'm being quiet. I'm being quiet. <laughs> looking at the trade look, right now. What's you up? You know, it's my KP. My uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is definitely Chris Gasparzingas. <laughs> oh, <man>. Right? Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, so, don't talk about him. <laughs> so what, I, what I'll say, since we'll, we'll, we'll bring that in. So what I'll say on the KP trade as far as my feelings today I think I still think we did the right thing and swinging for the fences mm-hmm. there, and and hoping that you know he can stay healthy and stuff like that. Um, at this point, it's not just about his health for me; it's about us trying to do things with him that he's not built for. Um, right. Yes, he does have to play in the post some, but like defensively, he shouldn't be having to deal with real centers. We should be treating him more like we treated Dirk. And we right. should get another big body in there with him so he's not in there trying to protect the paint from guys that are bigger, faster, and stronger than him. Um, Basically, that's how he excelled in New York in the first place. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it, it, just can't I don't find think DFS is the answer there. I don't know. Yeah. So And that's the thing. Like People don't want to spend drumming money. And mm-hmm. the guys that they want, like Holmes... Uh, Miles Turner stuff like that, they're not gonna be easy to get. So we're kinda in a in a tough spot there. I feel you. Yeah, they like I said, they just can't seem to find um a lockdown big to go in the paint and you're trying to make KP play something that he's just not. He's just not that. And then he's you know, still battling his his injury situation, coming back from that, getting back in his groove on that. So Shy, what do you think? Is it panic time? <laughs> is it panic time? Is it panic time? I'm to, I gotta. I'm trying not to laugh, but 
<sighs> First of all, when they were shorthanded, I totally understood. Now that they're full force and they still losing, I don't <laughs> understand. I really don't understand. <laughs> but it's like I said before. Um, I think I've said this to you off mic. I think I've said this on here before. Um, pretty much the goofiest thing about this team that a lot of people don't want to acknowledge, the people that know, know, is this team supposed to be an offensive team? The fact that we gave away so many shooters and they expected these one or two guys that we got in the offseason to just clean that up with defense. It's laughable. It's hilarious. It, re- it really is. Because <laughs> I looked at, when I saw that Seth Curry stat line, what was it, a day or two ago? I got mad, and I laughed, <laughs> I shook my head. Because I said, that's how we were winning games. How he just played tonight. Had nothing to do with what they trying to get Chris Daspozingas to do, what they trying to get Willie Cauley-Stein to do. Like, I think... Well, when I was talking about Willie Colley Stein working on stuff, I never mentioned defense. I was always like, I'm glad that he's doing more than just trying to run it up the middle, which is pretty much was his bread and butter in uh, Sacramento. That's why, you know, he got as much burn. And they didn't have a big, just like uh, the Mavericks don't. But, yeah, back to Bibb's point. Chris Daps, people joking about him being the five. They're happy with him being the five. Capping. Stop trying to I don't see, I don't see how you can be happy with that. Stop, <laughs> stop trying to appease the masses, bro. It is not cool. It is not fun. I'm not happy. Because <laughs> like, I know what he's good. I, when you see, when you know what you have, you know what they're good at. Chris Daps, right. I think this is a four. He's supposed to be shooting. Yes, he like them. Can, he can uh, shoot in the paint. He can get in the paint. That's not what he is. He's not supposed to be. Yeah, he got a few blocks on his highlight reel. That's nice. That's not what he does right. night in and night out for, for a 48-minute game. That's just not him. So, again, <laughs> Bibbs breaking a lot of hearts saying, hey, you know all them bigs y'all want? It ain't going to be cheap, and it ain't going to be easy. And I totally right. agree. <laughs> Cause every time I tell we get stop that. beating that Andre <laughs> drum and bump, bump, uh, drum, stop beating it. If he was gonna come, he'd be it. Right. Only person I know for a fact that said they wanted to jump ship, and he's still out in Sacramento is Buddy Hill. Only man that yeah. actually wanted to be here. <laughs> so, you know how yeah, I feel about that. Yeah, yeah, we ain't gonna talk about that on her. But uh, <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't gonna talk about you. We ain't gonna talk about your boy on here. But uh, that's the man. That's the that's that's the that's the guy we missing. When Bill said that there's a guy that we need to score twenty a night. The other guy that's not Chris Porzingis is Luka Doncic. Yeah, you, know, you still need that consistent threat outside. Um, Need yeah, and, but I mean, I mean, the main you, thing is find somebody in the paint. We ain't been able to replace Tyson Chandler since, right? And that's we shouldn't have got rid of him. Got rid of him. That's, that's a whole nother conversation. But uh, yeah, yeah. I'm about to, I, yeah, I'm cutting yeah. it. I'm cutting it off right there. I was gonna cut it off right there. Like, you still be here instead of just sitting on a bench somewhere. But you know, it is what it is with that. Uh, go ahead, people. Like I said, I'm trying not to tell people that the two fairy ain't real today. 
<laughs> um, Bibbs, do you have a standout player so far this season? Somebody that you are excited to have, maybe a newcomer? You know, I, I really worked to try to have an answer for this question. Um, <laughs> I, I really did. The The best I can give you is maybe Josh Green. Like, I I was excited about what I've seen from Josh Green. Haven't seen him in a yeah. while, but uh, he's he looks like a, a, a piece that we're going to want to hold on to. Or, you know, if a, a big name comes calling, he might be a yeah. piece that can get us that big name or be a, be part of that trade to get us over the top if it comes down to it. But I, I like I like his game. I like what I see from him. Definitely, definitely. I agree with you on that. Charlotte, what about you? Standout player? Oh, yeah, definitely the Aussie. Good old, um, the good old Aussie right there, Josh Green. Of course, the only way he was ever going to get some real burn on this team is if he was in Frisco, Texas. But <laughs> they're not in the bubble, anything right. like that. So we're not going to get our Josh Green highlights on Comerica Center, unfortunately. But yeah, I was definitely um, high on him because no offense to the other rookies, that was that was the young man that I thought was really going to be that third option. We had finally found that young core, but uh, that's another there's, I mean, a, there's a person in his way. There's a man in his way, and he ain't, he a couple ain't of got them. a uniform on. <laughs> <laughs> he don't got a uniform on. That's all I was saying about that. Somebody's in his way. <laughs> Somebody's blocking that man's shine. He got a look, he got a hate in his circle, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> all right, so we brought up Luca earlier. Um, and I want to know is Luca still an MVP candidate for you all? To me, he still is. Um, I, I believe he's leading the league in turnovers or something like that this season. Um, he's got a few stats going against him that I'm not happy about. But overall, we still know the caliber of a player that Luca is. He's still a threat on the court. Um, so, Sean, I'm going to start with you. Is Luca still an MVP candidate in your book? Most definitely. He's going to keep on getting those triple doubles. Of course. There's no, that's no question about that. Like, yeah, turnovers yeah. aside. The well, the young man been like, hey, let's go again. I'm about to um, tell y'all that monsters under your bed ain't right now. Um, he's been turning the ball over. It's just way more like prevalent now because whether they were shorthanded or just had no one else to facilitate that ball to, you're starting to notice it more. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's still he's still MVP candidate. All right, Bibbs, what about you? I'm going to go the other way. Um, I'm going to say no. And it's partially because of the record. But also, yeah. one thing, I'll, one other thing that I'll notice, and I, it, this kind of just hit me right now. Even when everybody was out and it was just him, his numbers didn't really go up. Like last year, when Dame's team was down to like five G Leaguers and a janitor. Like mm-hmm. he was scoring 50, 60 every night. Yeah. Lucas still was doing upper 20s, low 30s every single game. And then the assists were down because he was just still trying to have random guys get the buckets for him. I wanted to see him put the team on his back for real during some of that stretch. And I, I just didn't see it. Like, for example, the, the Bulls game mm-hmm. 30 in the first half, 
And, you know, it looked like he was on his way, but then he scored four in the second half. Right. And uh, so I think if you're an MVP, when your team is depleted, you can't just go do what you always do. You got to you got to take it to that next level. And I, I don't think he did that. Yeah, definitely got to go into overdrive. So I can see that. Um, and that was going to be another part of my question. I forgot to throw that in. Though. Um, is it, even with the losing record that the Mavericks do have right now, can he still be that? Um, but like you're saying, you, you got to be able to take it into overdrive. So I can definitely see your point on that. I'm gonna cut you off, but yeah. he's not just on the MVP mentality. Was he not mad after all them games? He acknowledged. He said, "Yeah, I should have been doing. I should have been doing more than four. I should have been getting more than four points." I, yeah, even he yeah. was mad about that. He was like, right. "How did I sit there and play myself?" <laughs> four points like that. Why did I? Like he was mad. Like, that's right. the only. But I'm kind. Of, I'm kind of making a point for Bill. But it fueled you to do more the next day. Mm. Instead, he just was in a rut. He yelling. He look right. at he he throwing stuff. He looking at Chris Paul crazy. And and I kept saying on Twitter <laughs> that Chris Paul and the, the Chris Paul was gonna be the new Dev was gonna be Devin Booker them two nights and he was. This man hadn't had a stat line like that in almost what a decade. I I didn't even realize crazy. what he did till after the game. He was looking crazy, crazy. man. He was looking crazy. absolutely ridiculous. And I sat there, I'm joking back and forth with a with a friend of ours, Demo, because I kept saying he gonna go in the time machine on this young man, and he did. I just laughed. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. I was like, Chris Paul doing old Chris Paul numbers. Like, this is ridiculous. So, yeah, to, to Bill's point, I see it. But like I said, as long as the numbers look good, hey, he's still MVP in my eyes. So you, you're the number been, guy with the oh, I got you. Look, look, there, look, there's been worse MVP. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> been a long season ahead for me, so I think he still got the chance yeah. to, you know, right some wrongs. Season predictions so far, looking at the way the season is going, because I know coming into the season, I was the one that was like, the Mavericks are going to at least finish a sixth seed. And it started out that way. <laughs> but now they're down at, I think, 12 after last night. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I don't know. They could climb back up into it. I think for me, my prediction is going to be they may make that eighth or ninth spot. And I know at the ninth spot, you're not even in the playoffs. So I don't know. They got a lot of work to get, you know, to get to that point. But we'll see what they do. So, uh, Bibbs, what's your season prediction right now? It's tough because, you know, like you said, I personally was aiming for the four or five spot um, coming mm-hmm. to the season. Uh, you look at how the Suns are overperforming. The Blazers are, I mean, I, I don't know if you can say they're overperforming, but the Blazers are ahead of us right now. And I mm-hmm. thought that they were a team that would be like right on our level. Um, I think the Spurs are overperforming. The Nuggets are actually underperforming. It's going to be really tough for us to get into, like you said, one of those regular playoff spots. I do think we end up in the play-in. Um, mm-hmm. Probably, like you said, around that 8-9. Because... Um, we are obviously going to pass the Kings, but the other teams are competitive playoff type teams. So uh, if we get that eight, nine, we'll get into the play in. I think even winning a play in could be good for Luca could be good for the team as far as like getting the attention of free agents and stuff like that. So that might actually be better than ending up in like a six seed. 
uh, to end up in that nine, eight, nine, ten range. True, very true. Uh, what's surprising to me is that the Warriors are holding so strong without Klay Thompson right now. I don't know that I necessarily saw them uh, being in the position that they're in right now. I don't think I saw them being ahead of the Mavericks right now. But this is life. <laughs> so, Shai, what about you? What's your season predictions? What you just said is actually funny because um, one of the teams I'm doing a little media work for, well, the guy, well, I know one of the guys for sure, Nico Mannion, is definitely like, it'd probably be worse if the young man was there. Um, <laughs> he could shoot, he could shoot like crazy, and he's working on his game out in Florida. But for the Mavs, a miracle, eight. Realistically, we just not look. I just know we're not gonna finish like dead last. Oh man, uh, I'm right. <laughs> I'm, that's all I know. We just not gonna finish dead last. You can't. You're not willing to call to say we're gonna make the play in. Wanna? You wanna? You look. I look. I gave you a positive eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but right now it's just. It's like when, when they ice cold, they freezing. They below zero. Yeah. When they hot, they scorching. And it's just like, yeah. Take some lukewarm Mavs, just getting a couple, like, stringing together a few more wins before I can be like, oh, yeah, man, I think they got it, man. You might, might see them in the 7 AC. I need to see some wins consistently. Like, give me two wins in a row. Mm-hmm. No, no, no! I'm not. I'm sorry. That's too low. That that's too simple. I said we three right now. <laughs> you got five wins in a row. Give me five. Give me five of them things. Let me see what five over good teams. Like. Over over well, good teams. Yeah, yeah. I, not, not, and you know, not nobody handicapped. Like you know, uh, so they start <laughs> not gonna be there. Like, like I don't know. You giving a fake positive test to somebody? Like, hey, make sure. So don't make it to this to the arena. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I need to see some real work, right? And like and Bibbs kind of got me saying, like, man, give me look, give me a forty piece, Luca, a fifty piece, Luca. Let me see what that look like on Luca Doncic. Mm. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, I need I need more. The first time I'm looking at Luca, like they, they might give you that trophy, dog, but. Might be sitting there like, hey, did I really earn this? Rookie of the year, you earned it. Nah, he gonna have to earn it to get it. Nah, he's he gonna, gonna have nah, to go look, off. Look, them, them numbers gonna look. <laughs> now, nah, them numbers looking icy, but everything else looking crazy. Yeah, he, <laughs> like they barely make it. Like I said, I'm like dog, you gonna have to, you have to show proof, man. Like I said, yeah, I hate, know. I hate that people putting it on Luca's back like that. That's what you here for. Uh, Chris, that I, I, only thing I've hate about this whole situation is that Chris Dad's Porzingis has been thrown to the wayside. So part I hate, <laughs> and got hurt for a little bit, and it's like he don't exist no more. But <laughs> and he's playing like that too. Like you can kind of see the the lack of confidence in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he he probably see it. you know everybody up there looking at him crazy, but I'm sitting up there like, dude, I know they put you at the five because you tall. <laughs> As if there's not another seven foot three person right there, but <laughs> that's just what you gotta do. Like I yeah. like I said, I think Boban should be getting a little more minutes. I'm like Right. And you don't gotta play him 30 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Just like when a yeah. woman get get, a, get her new man. Just look tall for me, baby. Just, that's all. Oh that's all you need to do. <laughs> moving on. That's all we need him to do. Just put his arms <laughs> up, look real tall for us, and then, oh man, he might block my shot, and then we can win some games. That's all we need. Hey man, <laughs> it's the West. It's the West. It's the West. It's you know the West. Bobon playing in that Clipper series it was a big part of why that Clipper series was competitive. Yeah, let me tell you, let me tell you, me tell you that's a look. And all he did was look tall for him. That's all right. he was doing. He wasn't doing that. Like there were no crazy stats at the end of that. At the end of them nights, it was just, hey, you see a that tall dude right there? Yeah. yeah, that's all I need him to do. But uh, again, that same dude to be hating on Josh Green. Won't we'll put that man in. Stop hating on people. Stop being <laughs> Get that hate out your heart. <laughs> hate out your heart, pimp. <laughs> Not a good look. But um, yeah, it, it's definitely the West, and it, things are always scrappy in the West. Um, I looked up the other day; the Clippers were ranked number one, um, and now they've fallen to number three. So um, right now, the one, two, and three spot is the Jazz, the Lakers, and then the Clippers. How soon oh, do y'all? Huh? The Kings of LA. Yeah, the Kings of oh, LA. Oh my goodness. <laughs> How soon do y'all think that's changing? Like, do you see any one of those three teams falling dramatically uh here here within the near future? You can go ahead, Sean. Mm. Okay, let me look at this. Let me look at this. Right. <laughs> I can go. Go ahead, bitch. Because I'm yeah. <laughs> I know the Clippers weren't clipping no more, so yeah, this is just a shock to the system. The funny part is, <laughs> the funny part is, um, somebody said that uh, the Jazz were playing the long game by being patient zero with the COVID last year, because mm-hmm. um, they're less 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 likely to get it now since they already had it. Um, <laughs> the, so what I was gonna say is, the only way I can see the Jazz falling off is if Rudy got COVID again which is, again, highly unlikely. Uh, it's possible, mm-hmm. but not, not very likely. So as long as they got Rudy, like we've seen them survive without Donovan uh, in person, in the flesh, mm-hmm. <laughs> against the Mavs. But uh, I, I, really, I really, really had high expectations for this Jazz team, so I'm not that surprised that they're doing what they're doing. Um, the Lakers are kind of coasting. AD's taking games off every other night or so. Mm-hmm. Um, the Clippers are going to kind of do the same thing. I think Kawhi has played a couple back-to-backs, but he's he's missed some games here and there. I think he and Paul George had to deal with COVID as well. Um, so I think that those teams are just going to kind of coast where they're at pretty much percentage-wise, win percentage-wise. Um, I really can't see. The only way I can see the Lakers falling off is if LeBron got COVID. Person. Yeah, that would definitely be, that would definitely do it for LA right there. Um, yeah, so I, I, been, I watched them lately. Wait a minute, y'all treating another team. big man like he ain't there? Who? Anthony Davis. Y'all act like Anthony Davis was stripped. He's <laughs> not like he, he not like he should be. Yeah. Never know. He might get look. He might get healed. Who knows? I want AD to do well. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But now, nah, like, interesting to see though. Like, if LeBron went down, would AD, you know, play every game, step up? 
All right, Shy, what about you? You see any one of those right. dropping dramatically or drastically? Right now, I did not know that the last 10 games, Jazz are 9-1. and one. Mm-hmm. I think they're like 14 oh. out of 15 or something like that. Golly. 9-1? Yeah, it's gonna it, yeah. LeBron LeBron Anthony Davis. I I'm sure like LeBron got him on the bathroom, like, bro, you need to step up. Like the Jazz are for real. <laughs> I don't know. Look, Rudy got that super super coco, so he <laughs> he a whole nother animal now, you know what I'm saying? Like What's what's really sticking out to me though? I, is I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm looking at look, I'm looking at these numbers and I'm just like, first of all. Number 16 11. out of 17, actually. I'm looking. Oh, see, again, that's just one loss. But yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at the numbers of like the play the team's last ten games, and it, it, it makes you smile. Then all of a sudden, you get to that number eleven um, for the local team <laughs> you may have heard of, and it's four and six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I said I yeah. need to see some more wins. <laughs> That's why I'm yeah. definitely on that train because uh, four and six, huh? The last ten games, right? What's sticking out? Happy. What's sticking out to me though um, is that, like, we know the Spurs are going to always be competitive with Greg Popovich at the helm, but they are quietly at the sixth spot right now. Quietly, you haven't heard yeah. much about the Spurs. They're quietly at this spot. So what's going and on? I'm always, what's funny about that is I'm always talking highly of DeRozan. Mm-hmm. I sat there and everybody was like laughing when they weren't in the playoffs. And, oh, uh, man, Pop, Pop might not have it anymore and all this type of stuff. And I'm just sitting there like, mm. <laughs> they just going to find it. Look, it's going to be a moment in time. They're going to be back. And this is their moment right now. So I'm happy for them. I'm happy for Greg Popovich. Um, not just for him as a coach, but you know, old man always stands by his morals and by the realness. I bet if you, I bet if you asked him when he played the anthem, you know, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> but yeah, Greg Popovich is always going to be a great coach. Again, he has his star in DeRozan. I, you know how I feel about Lamarcus Aldridge. I, there's one he could fix his game with by doing by stopping. Basically, stop him doing one simple thing. He don't want to stop. He's gonna keep fading away when he don't have to. <laughs> he loves it. I don't know what it is. Maybe look. Maybe he likes the challenge. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, of course, the Spurs are going to be are in back in the game because they're that's that's the they play the long game. When um, was that you said the Jazz right, Bibbs? Yeah. Yeah, the Spurs always play the long game. That's how they got the championships in the first place. They played the long game. They were losing. Got the Twin Towers and cleaned up. Both times they, 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 they were the worst team in the league before the draft of both both the Twin Towers. Yeah, Like the year before, yeah, worst team in the league, get the elite big man and 50, 50, improve, 50 win improvement each time. And then what they do? They went to France and um, Argentina and cleaned up again. <laughs> the young guys now are good. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like the guys they have now are really, really good. So I'm not surprised. Spurs always yeah. play the long yeah. game. 
they're always going to be competitive, though. Like I'm saying, with, as long as Greg is there, they're going to be competitive. Right. Just... Taking, I was going to say, they take a complete advantage of all the teams behind them having injuries mm-hmm. and COVID and stuff like that. They just staying on their pace. Yep. Yep. Um, is there anybody that y'all see maintaining their position? Or do you think it's still going to get shook up for everybody pretty much? I think the Blazers may stay where they are. Okay. Um, I think that top five is is pretty solid, quite honestly. Um, yeah. I'm actually, you mentioned the Spurs being a surprise being where they are. I'm going to say I think the Blazers being where they are is a little bit of a surprise because they've been without Nurk and McCollum for a minute. And mm-hmm. McCollum was like a top five scorer in the league before he went out. Like, he was out playing Dane. Yeah. Um, so, like, when they come back, like, what is that going to look like? Um, but at the same time, I think they might be have a little bit too big of a hole to, like, really get into that top three. They mm-hmm. might catch the Suns. But other than that, I, I mean, I, I, that fourth, that top five, I think, is pretty strong. Uh, the Nuggets, still not sure if they're going to get to where they're supposed to be. But other than yeah, that, I can see that pretty too. much the teams I expect to be where they are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What about you, Shot? Five, just like you said, for the um, Trailblazers. Portland, like I said, when CJ does come back, Amon CJ, they know they know what to do. Freaking frack, they they just gonna pick up where they left off. But um, the only real change I see going is basically it's probably gonna be a an interchange between the top two, Lakers and Jazz. Okay, that's probably the only it. two that you can see going back and forth. Other than that, the Clips, I'm disappointed y'all ain't clipping no more. Um, the Suns, <laughs> the Suns, uh, saw the bubble. We all saw the bubble, and every yeah. single year, I say, Suns are way better than their record shows. They're finally proving me right. I'm hoping they stay in the eight, in the top eight. I think they will. So, yeah, I think the they Suns, will too. You. I'm not look. I'm not crazy. I just watched the game different, and I because it doesn't make any sense. A top score is like at the bottom of the rank of the rankings. His team is at the bottom of the rankings. It never made sense to me. And with Chris Paul there, I'm sitting up there again. Have another guy has like a basketball IQ out of the world, out of this world. I know I used to like crack on Chris Paul. I'm like, dang, bro, you just can't get over the hump. He's finally on a fairly decent team where his veteran presence is being felt. Them young right. young men taking advantage of his presence, and I love it. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's all I got. Bibbs, you have anything else you want to add to this before we get out of here? Uh, I mean, I'll just tap, piggyback on the Chris Paul thing just because I, I, I had been a hater in his Clippers days. Um, but I've enjoyed watching his journey since then. Uh, you can see the maturity and the leadership. Uh, what he did with the Thunder last year was amazing. And uh, what he's doing with the Suns right now, I think you might need to put him in the MVP conversation. Um, mm. And then just to, I mean, I just want to throw that out there. I guess that's a hot take, right? It's hot take season. Yeah, yeah there, there you go. <laughs> um, so, I, like I said, I, I might put him in that conversation. And then the other thing I want to say, just watching him now, like he's going to be a, a great coach when it's said and done. Yeah. But um, I think for me, though, um, I wouldn't be surprised that the Clippers 
having a similar season or I say postseason that they had last year. I feel like they're just that kind of team where they, they give you something in the regular season to make you feel they're a threat right now. Um, but I would love to see them be able to bounce back from that, just as an NBA fan, uh, just just to yeah. see them be able to bounce back from that and, and not fall victim to the same circumstances as last season. Um, I If it's against the Mavericks, of course, I don't want to see them win. <laughs> but <laughs> I would like to see them, you know, combat that that narrative that's pretty much out there about them right now that they can't get it done. They can finish in the top, but they can't get it done when it when it really counts. Right. So um yeah that's where I'm at right now with the Clippers. Uh Shad, anything else you want to add? Basically this season, whether you think it should have happened or not, it's definitely not going the way any of these teams expected it to go. Cause it like I said <sighs> I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to diss my own squad like that. From a like, it's okay. Like a, you can be real. Outside, can, outside. You know. I, I'm from an outside looking in perspective. Something has to give. Mm. <laughs> I'm trying. So look, I'm trying. Look, I'm trying to. Keep Are this you speaking in code? <laughs> right. Look. Look, I, I, look, I'm giving. The, I'm giving a little. Uh, look, I'm trying to keep it PC because I know uh, I got an appearance on Bibs Pod. I'm trying to keep a little something for him. <laughs> I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to keep a little content for him. So I'm just gonna put it like this: something has to give. <laughs> yeah, four and six in the last ten. That's it's not acceptable. You yeah. got the you got the man of the few. Like I said, if this were Amba, if this were Ron, this was dirt. Heads will be rolling right about now. <laughs> and, and my captain, twelve. I mean, it, it's just twelve and fourteen. But when it was nine and thirteen, mm-hmm. heads would have been rolling before that. Yeah, it's still a long season ahead. I just. Um, I just hope that they can find a way to get back, you know, to what they should be. Because there is talent on this roster. It just has to come together. Like, it, it's to the point, you don't know which Mavs team is showing up on which night. Right. It's, it's hard to get excited about anything because I don't know what to expect. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Look, right, sometimes well, you see that first quarter, you get excited. Oh, man, they up 10. <laughs> we lit. We out here. And all right. of a sudden, that, that about that, they come out that tunnel for that second half. I don't know if they took a nap. Maybe they passing around the forty. I don't know what's going Somebody on. snatching it at, at the halftime. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> hey, I, look, I said, look, I'm just gonna say they. I said forty, but they they might be passing around something else because they playing like. Yeah, I wasn't even gonna go there. <laughs> They pass something because they play like totally different team. It's like it's like you lose your identity between that little break y'all get and getting back out there. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, I want to see some consistency. I want to see Mavericks that I thought I was gonna see. I want to see some radio Raheem stuff. I really thought we was gonna be <laughs> boogieing in this season, but so far I ain't danced a lick. Yep, not me. I haven't either. But uh, Shad, tell the people where they can find you at. Um, for my non-sports uh, 
takes, definitely uh, just listen to the Uncle Robin podcast. Uh, episode just dropped, what, yesterday, day before yesterday? I don't even know. I'll just be doing them. Um, Bree Moore from Bree Moore Productions. Um, also, you got the UncleUrban.com. Waiting on this man to finish the site, but I do. I'm, I think I might just release, like, what I've been doing this week, which is the G League week one. Might release that on a YouTube video or something like that. Cool, cool, cool. Babes, what about you? Where can everybody find you at? Uh, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. Uh, Bibbs like baby Bibbs. <laughs> uh, the uh, website is BibbsCorner.com. The uh, podcast is the Bibbs Corner NBA podcast. And uh, I also have now the Mavs Outsider podcast or Outsiders with the S podcast with uh, my man at Mind of Reese. I'm going to be doing those weekly catch-ups on the Mavs. I still do my uh, game recaps on the Bibbs Corner podcast, so that's where you'll get those. Um, I got I got some, some movie stuff happening, but I'm not ready for that quite yet. So if, if you're listening, if you like movies, you like reviews, stuff like that, uh, be on the lookout for that. Definitely, definitely. Thank you all both for uh, joining in with me. Shy, you're pretty much a regular around here now, so you know you're welcome back. Bibs, you're always welcome back on Hot Take Season. Whenever, just let me know, and we can work Most that good. out. All right. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Hot Take Season. Hit us up with your Maverick Hot Takes or anything else you want our Hot Take on. We'll be sure to get in, get into those Hot Takes. And uh, y'all be blessed. <laughs>